Conversation Hat Podcast. I don't think that's available for copyright-free usage. Welcome to the Conversation Hat Podcast. podcast. This is our live stream version of the podcast, as we do is like the B Show, but we've done it live, and then we mush it into a podcast. Merry Christmas, you festive buggers! Big it's Christmas. It's December. Big festive finagling. How are you feeling, Liam? Are you... I, I'm Christmassy. Are you Christmassy? I am Christmassy. We're recording on the day of the election, uh, 12th of December, 2019. Um, we and it don't has want been... to get political, because that's not what we're about. But we do have an affiliation. We're not going to tell you um, who, um, no. who, who we support with our fruits of our labour. My fruits are... Um, um, oh... Smart. So, yeah, we wanted to look at Christmas traditions from around the yes, world. Yes, we're looking at around the world Christmas traditions, old and new. I know one that's interesting. Do you, do you know one that's interesting? Better not be the one that I know. No. But I know one before we Google it. Amazing. In, in Japan. Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Um, on Christmas Day. On Christmas. Most, I believe the, the most day. popular... Um, Dinner is KFC. Yes, I think I'd heard that. But that's quite... Not sure why. Is it that's all that's open? I'm guessing KFC is much better in Japan than it is over here, because it's got shit. Is it a bit like the... Sort um... your game out, KFC. You ran out of chicken. <laughs> You're still on about that. You You're ran still out mad. of chicken. There's a similar tradition I know of in uh, the Bronx in New York, where Jewish families will have Chinese food on Christmas Day, because those are the two cultures that... Famously, don't give a toss about Christmas. Um, so, yeah, you have Chinese restaurants are still open and, like, they'll be filled with people of the Jewish faith. I actually found, um, well, I didn't, it ended up in my inbox uh, for the... <laughs> you flirt. Is it? Um, for the, the Stab Panda music blog, we're doing a Christmas thing. Any day now, I don't know. Uh, whenever you, I have you time... You have, like, two Christmas songs that you always forget to put out in December, and I always forget to tell you to do it. What's this? The Christmas songs. The Christmas songs. Yeah. The Game Grumps one that yeah. we wrote... Well, oh, yeah. Like, two, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. And that awesome Christmas funky number that you did last year, but you released on, like, the Christmas day. Oh, do you like that one? Yeah, it was awesome. Everyone Aww. who I showed it to and everyone who heard it thought it was great. Oh. And I... then you, like a bellend, <laughs> didn't bother putting it out until January. So... No, no, I put it. I put it out on Christmas. It's because I was trying to game the system for YouTube and just put stuff out in regular blocks. So what I did was two tutorials about how to make a Christmas song, and then the actual Christmas song came out. I admittedly don't care a bit for late your in the excuses, day. Liam. I mean, it's the reason rather than the excuse. But thank you for that because I included my own YouTube Christmas single in the Stab Panda music blog of awesome Christmas singles. Oh, good. And there was another one. Was there the Game Grumps one that I wrote? You didn't write Carol of the Bells. Yes, I did, because I put different words to it that were names of Game Grumps, completely different. I mean, it is a few years old now. Like, some of these, some of these characters aren't Grumps anymore. Do we need to explain what Game Grumps are? Game Grumps play video games on YouTube, and they're awesome. Go and watch them, but finish listening to this podcast first. So, yeah, podcast. Podcast! That's a good introduction. That's a good introduction. I mean, the hat isn't here. No, the hat is um, voting blue team. 
Well, we'll take that out. <laughs> you know the hat would be a Tory. No, it wouldn't. The hat would absolutely be a Tory. The, ha the hat's a billionaire. The hat is the one... The hat, the hat would just draw dicks over the entire thing. The yeah. hat would spit and jizz on the ballot paper and just... They don't like you taking it. photos in the booth. They, they probably don't, don't like want you taking photos. either. Yeah, but it's the hat. The hat does it. The hat could just take the form of a polling station and then eat all the socialists. Last I saw, the hat was going round all of the children's Christmas gifts and removing the batteries, even though it said on the pack, batteries included. Therefore ruining time and effort and Christmas Day. Because you can't buy, um, you can't buy batteries. Happiness? Or ha no, you can absolutely buy happiness. Um, yeah, batteries. Spare batteries is happiness. The reason we got here was because I mentioned that people of Jewish faith tend to go to Chinese restaurants at Christmas in New York City, and there's a song about that that's a pretty good indie rock song, and it's going to be on the Stab Anna Music blog in the next couple of days. Well, basically, plug, plug. whatever I get around to it, but I'm waiting for like a couple of bands to actually release their Christmas singles, which I think is happening this weekend. Real question, how do you both feel about Christmas? Do you celebrate? What does it mean to you? What does it all mean? People discuss. Um, yeah, I basically celebrate Christmas. Um, we, my family don't really do anything. We broadly do Christmas. But like they kind of just sit there and watch Wallace and Cromit. Like they don't do a whole load of foodie stuff. Laura's family, on the other hand, fucking hell. Um, yeah, they do food and they overbuy booze. So Christmas is now a thing that I actually actively partake in rather than just sort of passively have happened to me. Um, I haven't done Christmas with my parents in six years. Yeah. yeah. You Fair enough. Do you um, want to come to Laura's for Christmas? Well, this Christmas, great. this Christmas is just going to be um, my mum, my stepdad, and myself. Ah. Um, not going to get into the like, you know. I, I had a Christmas with dad's side of the family um, last weekend, so first weekend oh, okay. of um, December. Yeah, and that was cool. Yeah, we all sort of went around his house. There was a sinful amount of food. Good. Uh, so yeah, Christmas Day. There's a couple of Christmas presents that I've totally forgotten about in case my mum ever listens to this. So I will be uh, drinking whiskey with breakfast and then at some point watch the Detective Pikachu Blu-ray and play the new Star Wars game that I've completely forgotten that has been bought for me. Wait, what's... what's I've lost the plot slightly. What are you passively aggressively getting at? Oh, no, I'm not passively aggressively getting. Are so you sure? Mum doesn't know what to get me for Christmas. Oh. So we go out Christmas shopping. Right. But then I'm supposed to forget about what I've been bought. I understand. But given that my Christmas Day, at least two of the activities... We'll watch the Doctor Who Christmas special, Yeah, if it's on. Yeah, we yeah. won't watch the Queen's Speech. It's the only time I watch Doctor Who. Like, I'm just not really into it for some reason. But, you know, we'll but I like watching it. It's a Christmas thing now. So. I'm sure there'll be a Harry Potter film on at some point. Oh, yeah, massively. Because that's, that's, that's a Christmas film. Or they feel like it for some reason. I well, know yeah, they're objectively they're, not, but they're, they but feel But they're always Christmas shown at Christmas. It's like Lord, uh, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter were released just before Christmas right. in uh, cinematically because I was really fucking into Lord of the Rings at the time. I, my plan Christ. for the evening is to watch the first Lord of the Rings movie. Genius. Yeah. yeah, so they all feel like Christmas films because of when they were released. Okay. But I thought the, the, the Harry Potter ones just felt like Christmas because they're always shown as part of the Christmas... TV guy. There is thing. part of that, and, and the same they have documentary in thing of like the top 20, 25 Harry Potter moments 
is always on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every year, at least once. I think it's a combination of those things, really. So it's all yeah. It's just there, there's lots of contributing. And there's always a Christmas in the Harry Potter movies, yeah. apart from the last two. Cause yeah, it's but they're the dark. They're ones. scary, so yeah. it's all good. Um, um, yeah, Chris, Christmas to me means punching my microphone and making the audio go weird. It'll happen. Uh, it's, it's, it's You've got to have a tradition, you know? I feel like I'm now getting to the point where I I won't buy people... Like, I ain't got you shit. Yeah. not got you anything. No, I've not got you anything. Not because... No, I've not got anything from my siblings either. It, it's not because... Siblings? Sibling. It's not because I don't care about you. I do care about you. I don't care about but you. But nothing that I have seen whilst out and about has gone... That's perfect. That's what, that's what I need to get leaving. That's the thing, in it? Because otherwise it feels like... Yeah, yeah. Being thought of and the gesture is nice. It sort of feels like it means more if it's a co-worker or someone you don't know that well. Like being given literally anything is quite nice. But when you actually know someone, it feels like you've got to find something just right. Otherwise, I mean, I've got a couple of people you know I mean? who I want to buy presents for because I like them. Yeah, and I feel like, hey, you're. You're a good friend. You mean a lot to me. I'm going to buy you something. Yeah. It might not be as personalised. Yeah, yeah. Specifically as something else. Yeah. I obviously can't talk about the Christmas presents I've bought people in case. Talk I'm about the Christmas presents. Uh, but you know, yeah, some some people will not get stuff. Yeah. Not because I don't like them, but because yeah, yeah. nothing. And some people who have never got something will have Is a that, much bigger present bought for them. Is that because you met them this year? Well, there's that. And also, maybe I've seen something that's like, that is absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I'm now at the point where I enjoy giving gifts. Yeah. As, as Almost as much as, you know. Recently, I've also yeah. got to the point where I'm like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? You can pay my rent. Yeah. Go back in time and fix the country. I, like, I genuinely, when I was on this I Christmas... I want you to vote for the red team for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, when I was on this shopping day with mum, it was a very weird, if you look back ten years ago, it was a very completely different thing. She was like, yeah. right, what do you want for Christmas? Went, well, I need some new jeans. Yeah. Um, socks. Yeah. Because a lot of mine have got holes in. Yeah, man. And let's go to Waterstones and, like, all of your side of the family can buy me books. And there was a point yeah. where, okay, go and get the books that you want. And I came back with a good foot high pile of books going, these! And she went, do you not want a video game or something? Wow. Oh, I mean, yeah, but that's the opposite way around than it used to be. Crazy. Yeah, no, I'm broadly in favour of Christmas. I think we should keep it going. I feel that people who obviously put too much weight on either the religious point I mean, too much of something is too much of anything. Quite. Hence it being too much. Yeah. So people who drive themselves into debt for Christmas presents, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. People who make other people uncomfortable with the whole, it's Jesus, don't do that. I tend to just not be around those people. Like, I think the people I know who have faith... (laughs) Just because, like me, you hang out with poor atheists. Yeah, they're way more fun. (laughs) They're much sexier. Um... (laughs) Oh, the depression ratio. Yeah, like, sad people are Massively hot. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just a fact of life. Who wants to go out with a confident person? What the fuck? Women. Who wants to be happy? 
Christ. I mean, that's a different question. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what was I, was, I on I was, about? It's going to take me a while to get over sad people are hot. I'm going to say, turn that frown upside down with man. Nah. Nah, I, I stopped. Good. I didn't say dick. Um, yeah, Christmas is all right. I yeah, I tend I, the people I know who have faith tend to like, downplay that aspect of Christmas. They're, they'll like if you ask them what they're doing, they'll like, probably go to church, hang out with my family. So like, that sounds lovely. Like you're not burning any crucifixes. You're not like, colonizing anywhere that doesn't want to be colonized. It sounds great. My aunt, this is a religious segue. Oh, the colonial one. What? The one that colonized South Africa. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, the, the one who makes the awesome biscuits, my favourite right. biscuits, Auntie Henry. Um, yep, yeah, my family's weird. No, I've heard of Auntie Henry before. <laughs> yes, her that, real name. That was a blank stare of recognition. Yeah. Her real name's Cheryl. Ah. Um, she is doing, I, I think she's already had one, I think she has another interview, to become a priest. Who interviews her? Is it God? God. God. God and Muhammad. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. Coalition. Who'd have thought? And then, yeah, got two, two years training to, as she said, get her silly little... Jesus on. Silly little collar. Where's the thing we were going to do? We haven't got there yet. Oh, no, we haven't. Um, so, Christmas traditions from around the world. Shall we go weird Christmas traditions? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't want to do just... Oh, they've got trees. Oh, they put a tree. If you want, if if uh, yeah, shout out if you want a um, specific. Oh, bad Santa, yeah, Krampus. Let's check out Krampus. Yeah, Do you Austria. know about Krampus? I know about Krampus. Tell me about Krampus, Liam. Fuck me, he's the he's the anti pasty of Santas. Uh, if you're naughty, if you're nice, he'll leave you alone. If you're naughty, he'll just straight up Satan in your bumhole. Oh, he puts um, he puts children in sacks and beats them with red hot chains. Yeah, no es bueno. And they have a big old uh, festival. It's G- Germany and Aust- Austria. It says here Austria. Oh, I wasn't looking. All right, but yeah, Austria. Yeah. Yeah, they got a big old parade. Yep. And um, it's pretty rough. Yeah, you think Father Christmas is bad because he brings you coal. This dick drags you to hell. What does he bring Cheryl coal? A sausage roll. Amazing. And a tobler roll. Yeah, Krampus is... I sort of get it, though... It's just it is just a bit creepy because it, it's the antithesis of what we used to like. A it's Father Christmas with his can of Coca Cola versus Krampus with his can whips of and chains. Whips and chains, yeah, cans of whoop ass. Um, yeah, pretty scary. Uh, annual Krampus parade in Vienna. Oh, he's a sad little Krampus. Um, <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, what else we got? Caracas. Tell me about Caracas. Tell me about the Venezuelans. In the Venezuelan capital of Caracas, swathes of city dwellers make their way to mass on roller skates every year on Christmas morning. The tradition is now so well established that many of the city's streets are closed to traffic from 8am on the day so that the skating congregation can get to church safely. It's even said that children will sleep with a lace from one of their skates tied around their toe, the other skate dangling from the window so that their friends can wake them up with a friendly tug on the lace. That is one hell of a shoelace. That's how I get Laura to wake me up. <laughs> what, tug, tug, tugging lace. on your lace? 
Uh, if you fancy lacing up your skates down in Caracas, sorry, Laura, make sure you're covered. Book travel insurance. Oh, fuck off. Um, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, I like that we've even got to like close off the road, even though there's only going to be Christmas traffic. Do you think that's sort of like a, a thing that came from um, maybe ice skating? I yeah, don't, it could I don't be. know if Venezuela yeah. has much ice to skate upon. How much pretty- ice is in? Caracas, Caracas, Caracas. To skate upon. It's the scientific coast. Well, it's glacial. It said glacial. Oh, Did it say glacial? Yeah. Did it say glacial? Yes, Ben, it said glacial. What's glacial? Of glacier. Is it glacier? Yes. I don't know what response you want. <laughs> I just want you to say glacial some more. Uh, these... Christmas traditions are coming from holidayextras.co.uk. Presumably, they're trying to get you to book flights and whatnot. Tell me of the Yule cat. Ooh, the Yule cat. highlighted Yule cat. Yeah, I can see him there. Um, a bit like a cross between a lynx and the crack fox from the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> uh, this is an Iceland tradition. One of the weirdest festive traditions we've heard of comes from Iceland, where a giant cat is said to, to roam the snowy countryside at Christmas time. Traditionally, farmers would use the Yule Cat as an incentive for their workers. Those who worked hard would receive a set of new clothes, but those who didn't would be devoured by the gigantic cat-like Dang. beast. Wow! You'll get fancy socks. <laughs> I'd, like to have, I'd like to have a go on the cat, actually. If I What do you mean, have a go on the just cat? Just pet him and stroke him like, and shit. You don't want to fuck him. Because that's what it sounded like. How big is he? Oh, cat-sized. I know, that's his dick. Oh, nah. 14 inch disc. That's too big. Wait, is that the width or the. It's the radius. Oh, no. Right? Um, Christmas lube? It's like this regular lube. (laughs) (laughs) Cranberry sauce. Oh, no. Um, Amazing. Uh, The Cobweb Christmas. Christmas. That's very Tim Burton. Yeah. Ukraine's strangest festive tradition. Is not one for arachnophobes. Uh-oh. Those are people with a uh, irrational fear of spiders. Got to have a rational fear of spiders as well, though. Because they're creepy. Like if you're in Australia and you're surrounded by poison spiders, you're going to make sense to be a little perturbed. And drop bears. And drop bears. That's a Terry Pratchett reference, that is. Is it? I thought it was an Australian reference. Well, it's in Terry Pratchett, the last continent. The Very continent true. of 4X. I think... Which is Castle Man. I think he just googled top ten Australian things and got drop bears and Castle Man. <laughs> just uh, put them in his in, book. In which case, I don't know. <laughs> Carry on. Um, where we would have baubles, tinsels, and stars. Ukrainians use decorations that mimic the natural formation of spidey webs. They're looking all the tradition goes back to folklore about a poor widow who could not afford to decorate. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah, um, lady couldn't uh, buy tinsel and shit, so yeah. all the little spiders felt bad for them and spun fancy webs all over the trees. And then and they made it said, look Christmassy. Right, you owe us 20 quid now. We've just decorated your house. And they were the gilt spiders. And they were crushed by wrapped up newspaper. Hmm. Crushed, I tell you. Colonel Santa, this is what you were talking hey, about. The shitty chicken. It looks quite nice, actually. Hungry. No, it's not been good recently. The last two times I've got the double down is astounding. I haven't been in like five years, so 
I mean, it's good. The yeah. double down's great, but everything else is just really subpar. Um, sort it, sort it out. So basically, in Japan, they have KFC. Like whatever, good for you. Um, a pickle in the tree. <laughs> That's my new rap album. <laughs> Sorry, I saw that. Instantly thought Rick and Morty. Yeah. Do you want to read about the? Yeah, sure. Actually, no. Let's not. Let's leave the German pickle. pickle I'm pretty sure we know think, what think it is. You got it. You probably got it. Uh, festive sauna in Finland. Is Man. that where they hit themselves with sticks? Don't know. Many homes in Finland come equipped with their own sauna. Bloody hell. And at Christmas time, this cosy spot becomes a sacred space associated with long dead ancestors. Ooh, okay. Is this, is this the sauna where Granny died? Yeah, it was too hot and she just straight up died. Uh, on Christmas Eve, it's customary to strip naked. Oh, yeah. And take a long and respectful stint in the sauna <laughs> without staring at Grandpa's penis. Balls out for the dead, everyone. Yeah. Get, your, get your nips out for Grandma. Ugh. Butts out for the deceased. She died how she lived, nude in a sauna. Respecting grandma's ashes. Uh, which is also... <laughs> so you pour water on them to add steam. <laughs> Sorry, this got very wit. Yeah, no, but that's fine. I tagged this with gross humour, so it's fine. Uh, which is also believed to be the home to the legendary sauna elf. After the sauna session, Finns head out to the evening celebrations while spirits of the ancestors take their place. We don't know about you, but this tradition sounds awkward. For those big Christmas family get-togethers, right. but they I haven't mean, dwelt on the Christmas sauna having, elf. Having your racist uncle not only being racist, but just flopping about. This is big gammony penis. I'm sorry, I tried not to laugh, and whilst also burping, and I don't know if that was picked up on the mics, and I apologise if it is. This person has carrots in their shoe. They've put a bow around their ankle, but not tied their laces. I don't think that's actually a foot in there. If you look, it's quite skinny. Yeah. No, it's it's a normal leg. It's just a big shoe because That's it not needs to leg. make room for the carrots. Have you read the description? No. I'm looking at the carrot child. Every year in the days leading up to December 5th, Dutch children eagerly place their shoes by the fire in the hopes that Sinterklaas will find will fill them with small gifts and treats in the night. Traditionally, like carrots, carrots are left in shoes for the companion of Sinterklaas a white horse named Amerigo. In the olden days, naughty children would receive a potato in lieu of gifts, but potato punishment is no longer considered an appropriate scare I've... tactic. They just leave a live grenade in there instead. Potato punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Belfana the Witch. You can read this one. Belfana the Witch. Forget Santa on December the 25th in Italy. All the action takes place on the eve of January the 5th. Bloody hell. According to folklore, an old woman named Belfana, I think, visits all of the children of Italy to fill their stockings with candy. And candy. leave them presents if they've been good. Just like Father Christmas, Belfana enters through the chimney and is left treats by the children, uh, by the children who live there. Typically wine and local delicacies. Bloody hell. Cool. Sounds good. Fried caterpillars. Let's do fried caterpillars. And then... No, no, yeah. Let's keep going. Do you want to keep going with these? Yeah, we're near the end. Fried caterpillars. When you think of Christmas food, mince pie and turkey are often high on the list in South Africa. (laughs) However, it's the creepy crawlies. Sorry about that. The creepy crawlies that (laughs) local children look forward to. I completely forgot we were live. What what did you used to leave Father Christmas out for 
for the thing. Porn. What did you used to leave your parents to eat on Christmas Eve? Porn. Porn. <laughs> um, it was mince pie and... Uh, backdoor farmyards or something. Yeah, but I was like, what if Santa is uh, relatable in a human way and doesn't like mince pies, so we got him regular pies. Fried at caterpillars on Christmas may seem like one of the weirdest Christmas traditions from around the world, but these caterpillars aren't just the run-of-the-mill variety you find in the garden. Oh no, the no, pine they're... tree emperor moth or Christmas caterpillar is covered in festive hues. Like Laurie ha, and Fernley Whittingstall. And Grant, giving all who swallow oh. a little extra luck in the coming well, year. I don't like how they've put swallow. Mm. Just, uh, just eat them. Yeah. Flying witches in Norway. Do you know that the uh, thing from the witch's broom, there was a, I don't know if it was wormwood, but there was a, um, a hallucinogen that, um, that people would take, and there was a way of uh, taking it, was putting it up your bum. Oh, no. Yeah, stick up the bum. And that's what led I to witches' fly, uh, flying broomsticks. Ah, Sure, there's more to it than what I just said, but that's Meh. that's the basis. That of it. feels about right. People um, getting stoned, ladies getting stoned off, putting sticks butt up their bum, but stoned. Led to flying witches on broomsticks. That all makes sense, though. Yeah, I can believe that. Right. Uh, according to Norwegian folklore, Christmas Eve is the day when mischievous spirits and witches take to the skies for mischief and general tomfoolery. Both, bloody hell, that's mischief a busy and tomfoolery. Evening. As witches often use brooms as their preferred mode of transportation, it is tradition for Norwegian families to hide any cleaning supplies attached to sticks where the witches won't be able to find them. Like well, what like else? Well, like oust. Like a mop. Oust on a stick. Yeah. You better put them pledged fluffy dusters in the cupboard. Toothbrush. Ah, toilet brush. Ah. <laughs> any <laughs> pipe cleaner? Pipe cleaner? Yeah. No, that is a stick. Yeah, but it's a brushy one. But it is the whole thing. It's not a thing on the end of a thing. Let's find out why Donald Duck is celebrated in Sweden and then let's play that Christmas game. How about that? Play that Christmas game, white boy. I want to know about the Yule Goat. Hell yeah. Uh, last but not least, we have one more Christmas tradition from Sweden, which may just be the oldest tradition still celebrated on the list. The Yule Goat dates back to at least the 11th century, where there are mentions of a man-sized goat figure led by St. Nicholas who had the power to control the devil. The Yule Goat, as you can imagine, has changed quite a bit throughout history. In the 17th century, it was a popular, excuse me, it was popular for a young man to dress as the goat creature and run around pulling pranks and demanding gifts. Isn't I that do basically that. Krampus? No. Have we come full circle? Because there was goats in that. No, and now Krampus he's pulling is, pranks. He's a prank. He's a pranky goat. Man. I don't think Krampus is supposed to be pranky. Krampus is just supposed to be like it said bad pranky sense. in that oh, thing yeah, that we said. By the 19th century, the goat became the good guy. There you go. Uh, the giver oh, of okay. gifts instead of Father Christmas. Men in the family would dress up as the goat and give gifts to the entire family. Today, the man goat is no longer <laughs> mad goat. Do -do -do -do. Today the man goat is no longer, and the Yule goat, Yule goat, has taken its place in modern history as a traditional Christmas ornament, 
on trees throughout Sweden. In the larger cities, giant versions of these goat ornaments are created out of straw and red yes, ribbons. Yes, I've heard of these. And, um, oh, okay, it, it says it in the next sentence, but the people set them on fire. As you may have anticipated, a giant creature made of straw is a pretty easy for pranks. Is pretty easy prey for pranksters with fire, and many Yule goats meet their demise each year. Oh, so it's not like a Wicker Man situation where they intentionally burn it. It's oh, just no, they, that well, bellends I mean, get hold of it. They, they don't put uh, Nicholas Cage in. Right. Yeah. Um, Christmas facts go. Um, the le the Christmas trees are a German thing, like yes. the Queen. Ah, oh, I didn't know she was a tree. Um, Christmas lie go. Consumerism isn't a thing. Oh. Good. I mean, that's as advertised. Good job. Uh, uh, capitalism is good. Um, UKIP aren't racist. Is that a Christmas lie? Well, it's near Christmas. That was the conversation at podcast. Live stream. These live streams happen. The next one is January 5th uh, on YouTube. Yeah. If you go to YouTube and search Conversation Up Podcast, you You'll will find, find us. The logo is pink and a little bit of purple and orange in the background. It's pretty good. Instagram and Twitter is at Convo Hat Podcast. It's there. Patreon.com forward slash Conversation Hat. You can give us a dollar every month and you get early access to the show. So you get it a week before everyone else, which is pretty nifty. Yeah. Um, the best way for us to grow is genuinely through um, positive podcast app reviews. Positive feedback. So if you feel like giving us a five-star Apple podcast review, that would be amazing. Uh, but also we'll take a five-star review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us now. Um, look how yeah. white the bottom of my socks look. They don't smell as bad as you led me to believe either. Well, that's because I wash. Oh... You're thinking about yesterday when I just finished I work. I about yesterday. Um, Today I've just had a bath. The next episode is going out to Patreons on the week just before uh, the weekend just before yeah, Christmas, Sunday and then it's going Christmas. it's going public the Sunday just after Christmas. So we say Merry Christmas and also Wow, what a Christmas! <laughs> Quite, um, yeah. See you then. Cool. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Conversation Hat podcast. I'm assuming you listen to the very end because that's how much you enjoy the show, which is great. Thanks. We chose to put all the adverts and stuff at the very end of the show because, honestly, we think it's a bit much having to hear five minutes of advert before you get into the actual content of a podcast, as is the trend with a lot of other shows. I mean, I understand why, but it's just not for us. Also, the people still listening are actually way more likely to want to help us advance and develop the show, so that's what I'm going to talk about right now the most direct way you can support the conversation hat podcast is to find us on patreon and sign up to our monthly subscription program the support tiers range from one dollar up to pretty much whatever you want with various bits of merchandise and other things available depending on how much money you're able to send our way every month any level of support grants you access to our podcast a week before anyone else so if you think this show is worth one dollar every month which personally i definitely do then head over to patreon.com forward slash conversation hat that's patreon.com forward slash conversation hat 
If you'd like to support us but genuinely can't afford a dollar every month, then you can leave us a positive review on whatever podcast app you're listening to at the moment. You can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram or like our Facebook page, and each of those has a different way to submit questions to the show as well. That's all from me, so thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in a couple weeks. Cheers!